0: I do have a cousin. Sorry cousin, you're probably not listening to this. He oh, didn't know until he was like he didn't know until he was adult <laughs> that he was <laughs> born with an extra Tell. phalange.
1: Phalange? <laughs> Is that what you call them? Phalanges?
0: Well, but that's the scientific name. Is it really? Like your fingers, yeah. I didn't so know that. um they waited until he was a little older to see which pinky would live or not in order to Oh.
1: Get I bet they had a 50/50 chance. <laughs>
2: it's like a race like the pinkies were fighting i'll be the one (laughs) no brother we've grown so long (laughs) together (laughs) be gone pinky i was the (laughs) true the chosen one (laughs) wow Wow. i go hard as a plot Welcome to Backstage with John Wilson, a podcast where we go behind the scenes to look at the Christian contemporary music industry, music festivals, and real-life encouraging stories from our experience. Our goal is to display how God is using Christian music to transform lives and to take church outside the walls. For more info about Light the Way Ministry, go to lightthewayministry.com. And with that, here's this week's episode. <laughs> Sorry.
0: John was... That came in a little hard.
1: I was, I was yelling at the hell.
0: My though. chair is extremely wobbly. <laughs> I think I got <laughs> the one with one of the bolts out of it.
1: Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. what's We're up? Excited. I'm your host, Jonathan Wilson, along with my
2: colleagues, Nate May
0: and Rachel <laughs> Wolford,
1: you know we never did do the introduction on the last one, so That's well, fine. they you know, know, you we'll have to cut this and put it in. They, <laughs> they know, they know who he is. <laughs> they know, they know who you are. We welcome, is cool. Yeah, welcome guys to the uh, to the podcast. We're super excited. Got a great show planned for you today. Uh, got a guest on that we're gonna uh, introduce you to today. That's um, uh, actually one of our interns here uh, for the ministry. But before we get ayo. into that, huh? Said ayo. ayo. <laughs> I'm just your ad libber. You don't have to pay attention to me. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm trying to move on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got, uh, so honestly, we're just a few weeks, maybe a couple weeks and a half now away yeah. from uh, our first festival in Olive Branch, Mississippi, on June 16th, 17th, where Toby Mac, whoop whoop, is going to be in the house along with the Newsboys. What's the matter? Are you I still ex- muted? <laughs> yeah. I, muted accident- I accidentally <laughs> muted Rachel. I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I was noticing it was a little quiet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, was refreshing ambience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Olive Branch, Mississippi, uh, June 16th, 17th, What, which we reminded you all last week, and we want to remind you again that if you've not gotten your tickets, we are being strongly encouraged by the city because the anticipation of the walk-up is is going to be rather large so we want to make sure that if you have your ticket you don't have to wait in line have it ready when you get there we scan it and you're on your way to parking and then getting ready to enjoy the event so um please 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 get your tickets now ahead of time you can just go to our website like ministry.com and get those for olive branch on june 16th seven. come with us join with us and visit newsboys toby mm-hmm. mack uh jason crab will be there um Oh my gosh! I'm trying to remember. Riley Clemens will be there. Aaron Cole. Aaron Cole will be there. Uh, <laughs> Billy. He's ben. looking. And he's at looking. At Kane, Kane. Kane. Oh, we Kane. Kane. Yeah, Kane's, Kane's gonna be there. Dan Bremis. Uh, yeah, Stephen Stanley. Yeah. So we've got a great lineup there, and
2: all the. I will say, there. plus getting your tickets early is gonna save you ten dollars. That's right um, from That's the. Right. They'll walk up
1: and if them. you're one of those people that's like, well, I'm going to wait till the weather and just see what the weather's going to do. Well, breaking news, weather in Olive Branch on June 16th and 17th will be 75 and sunny. There you go. Now we know. Is that, is that so get your Is tickets. that prophetic?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: now just say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Uh Yeah, and then moving on down, we're uh, going to be in Ozark, Missouri, just right outside of Springfield on July 7th and 8th. There we'll have the Newsboys as well. Matthew mm-hmm. West, Ann Wilson will be there. Also, we have some still left over, some Ann Wilson meet and greets. So you can go mm-hmm. and get a meet and greet with Ann Wilson on top of your festival ticket. You must have a festival ticket to get that meet and greet. If you already have a festival ticket and didn't know about that meet and greet, just call Rachel and she'll fix it all.
0: I can do that for Rachel you. Rachel
2: will fix everything. everything. Every mistake
0: well, will be,
1: will be we, Rachel's. Well, either Rachel every, or Sarah, every, depending on yeah, what the mistake is. It depends <laughs> on what it is. If it's a spell <laughs> mistake, it goes to Sarah. Wait, yes, that's right. time out,
0: John. We Uh-oh. actually need to pray right now. Because I was looking at the monthly forecast in Olive Branch, Mississippi. If
1: it's bad, I don't want to hear it. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. That's
0: why I said we need to pray. Ah, we're good. Okay. Okay. John we're said
1: we're too good for prayer. We're, no, I'm not <laughs> saying we're too good. We've already prayed. We're good. We're Out good. of context with John great. Wilson.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we're good.
1: Especially with the listeners. Yeah, we're good. We're great. It looks great. Oh, perfect, sunny. Look at that sunshine right there. What, what, what weather app is this? It's so hard to... Oh. Anyways, moving on... <laughs> Then right after Ozark, we go all the way down to uh, Broken Arrow. uh, uh, They're just right outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma on August 11th and 12th. There we have the Newsboys there, as well as Torn Wells. Um, I think Riley Clemens will be there. Micah Tyler will be there. Consumed by Fire will be there. Sanctus Real. Sanctus Real will be there. um, Aaron uh, Cole. Aaron Cole will be there. Billy Ballinger will be there. Visible Music Collective will be there. So we got to- Chase and Co. Jason Coe, yes, this new band. Actually, they're going to be on the show, too, uh, here uh, in a a week or two or something like that, I think. So uh, excited to be watching for that. Um, Yeah, uh, so—and then we're about ready to announce um, uh, some exciting new stuff that's happening. uh, But I I won't—I do want to remind the listeners as well to the 5K and Pray that we've launched for the Ozark Festival. Uh, If you're one of those runners that want to be a part of it, uh, go check it out on our website— 5K and pray for the Ozark Missouri Festival. It's just a little thing where you run a 5K around the festival along the Finley River and pray. And just pray for the festival. So it would be a great time uh, to be a part. It helps us raise money to uh, cover the cost of the newsboys. What? Of the newsboys. <laughs> <laughs> of the new boys. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, um, super excited. Guest on the Today Show. On the, on the Today Show. On the Today
2: Show with John. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Redo. <laughs> 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 I have to cut that part out.
1: Um, no, but on today's guest, uh, today's guest, we have super excited uh, Kyle. Uh, Light the way first, uh, actually probably the second intern we've had. Uh, we? Are we counting Toby? Third. That's right, Toby. Yeah, uh, I was. I, no, I was
2: <coughs> fourth. In.
1: Fourth. Oh well. Yes, I think so. I'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna go ahead and applaud him in. Yeah. So can <laughs>
1: Welcome, Kyle. Glad Woo! to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs>
2: I think I think it is fourth, though, because we're counting AJ. Yes. Yes, AJ was one. Toby. Ben.
1: Oh, no, Ben was paid.
2: Oh, okay. I thought he was an intern. No, no. Okay, then third.
1: No. Well, he was here a short time. He did get it one check.
2: I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it really was. Not everybody <laughs> makes interned. a cut. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> 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 That's
1: right. Well, welcome, Kyle, to the podcast. We're super excited to have you here. You've, you've not been here for what? How long have you been interning so far?
3: Three weeks? Three almost weeks. a month?
1: So almost a month. Uh, you're here a lot longer than Sarah was, our, our new employee that we talked about last week. Right. Um, so obviously you've learned quite a bit. I um, have. And I want to ask you, I'm going to dig into your brain and find out all this goo- juicy stuff about the ministry and what you've learned here. But um, right now you're a college student, right? Yes. So talk about that. Where do you go to college? What got you in there? What do you learn in there? And what are you taking from there and applying to here?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. I go to James River College, so I'm a part of James River Church, and they partner with Evangel, which is our local Christian university, and it's a two-year associate's degree in business leadership. So I get the Evangel curriculum, Evangel professors, all of that. It just happens within the classrooms of the church, and so on. That that's the academic side, and then simultaneously, I have what's called a practicum, which is similar to an internship. And I get to pick my practicum in any area of the church. So there's one for pastoral, there's social media, there's youth. You can just go down the list. My practicum is in youth because my ministry calling is to serve the youth. So I have what's called a practicum class twice a week on top of my Hmm. gen eds. And I'm just learning practical aspects of youth ministry. And I'm able to apply that Sundays and Wednesdays. So when I graduate, I'll have all of the tools and resources necessary to go into the ministry or go into the corporate secular setting, depending on what God's calling me to. Gotcha.
1: So you've been a college student. This is your, you just finished
3: your first year, yes, right? Yes. I'm going into my second and last year.
1: Awesome. So it's only a two year program. Program. Yes. program. Okay, great. Oh, great. I know the program, uh, Relatively well. Didn't attend it myself, but mm-hmm. it kind of was an off branch from what James River used to have, which was I think was called Masters Commission. Yes, a long time ago, and then mm-hmm. they transitioned it into the college with, like you said, the partnership and crediting under Evangel, which Evangel is one of our partners as well, or right? used to be one of our partners. We <laughs> might need to change come that. Come back, oh. come back, Evangel. We miss you. Uh, anyway, so no, we're super excited to have you here. So. I know that leading up to the official bringing you in, we've had some conversations. You've reached out. Um, You also, not only do you have a desire for young people, but you also have a desire for music. Yes. And you want to be, you've always said, I want to be a promoter when I grow up. So, no. And so you've come, you've reached out to me, uh, but talk a little bit about those desires.
3: Yeah. So I grew up in a musical family. I remember being like four and five years old and just like singing songs on the radio and then my uncle was a gospel singer and he would travel to his different churches and just be do that and so i always grew up in the music and had a deep love and appreciation for music and it was honestly it was my first love mm. growing up like that was my passion that was my thing and then jesus came to the picture and now they're they're not side by side but they're still pretty impactful um i got called into youth ministry at 19 i remember touring some other bible college after graduating and the holy spirit told me that i would be in youth ministry but i didn't feel as if i was ready for that and so i kind of ran away from my calling so to say and then i found myself um working in in the concert industry i was doing some some street team some guerrilla marketing like putting posters up in places um just volunteering. Um, and then within six months of doing it, it kind of snowballed to where like, I was doing it for four different companies and I was actually getting paid for it. And once I started to do more of that, that's where I learned that I want to work in the music industry. I want to be able to use my passion to contextualize the gospel for people because I believe that God speaks to us through music and uses that as a way to minister to us and, I've had dreams, like dreams and visions from God about creating and leading my own music festival ministry. And so that's kind of what I've been on the search for and the journey for. And John and I, we go to the same church. And so I kind of knew who he was and what he did just in passing. And so anytime I'd see him, I would always ask him questions or just try to get some kind of look to him as like a mentor. And he would always just kind of give me things to to think about and give me things to be inspired by, and so long before this internship, I would always look to him as, as like a mentor in this space, and it's awesome to be actually working alongside him now.
1: Yeah, it only took you, what, about 20 times stalking me at church? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it's always great, and it's great to have you here. So we brought you in as an intern here for the first year. This is like, we just threw you to the wolves. I mean, instantly, there's like very
2: little training. We're just like, just do it. Just figure it out. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> you really have no proper training yeah. course yeah. here. It really is quite yeah. noticeable at ad- adding onto the team now that we think about it. Right, <laughs> fits
1: in perfectly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but s- let's talk about some of your roles. Like, what do you? What have you been doing in the last three weeks of being here? Three, four weeks being here.
3: Yeah. So, one of my main roles is helping. The social media pages, helping build the social media pages, helping get all of our events and all of the things that we're working on, getting getting it out on social media, because that seems to be the the big platform nowadays, and just building up across Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of those platforms, just to get people in the loop and get people excited for for what God is doing and what God is using us for. I do that and then also help with obtaining sponsorships and just other community partnerships, across the board and getting people along to come and be a part of what God is doing. So those are my two main roles. And also, I mean, I think we all do a little bit of everything, but those are probably the two main roles that I focus on on a day to day basis.
1: Nice. Yeah. And you've actually, you've, you've sold some vendor spots. I have. So, I mean, you, you've got right on in there and you just started making calls and and doing what you need to do, uh, which is great for you to learn from, from, from the start to finish of how it all takes, because a lot of people that want to be in the music industry, they only see the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't see the part where you got to get dirt underneath your nails, leading up to it, the hard, blood, sweat, and tears that we've all done. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, the only one on this podcast that's been a part of, and from start to finish on every festival, is you and I, you and me, Nate. Because uh, even Rachel hasn't even been to a festival
2: yet.
0: In T-minus three weeks, we will be. But, I mean,
2: even putting on the small events, like the banquet, in which you guys were both a part of uh, at least one banquet, Mm -hmm. even, like, going into, like, just something like that, that's not even the, the main thing we do, just the amount of work it takes just to prepare for, like, things like that. Um and of course that gets amplified by like concerts and festivals, but right. it's still a lot of work that a lot, a lot of people see. They just kind of assume it just kinda happens.
1: They'll find yeah. out real quick that after doing a festival and getting it underneath their belt when we do a concert, everyone's like, Oh, so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: excited for the sunshine. I yeah. believe I'm excited for actually being out yeah. there yeah. instead of behind a desk.
2: Yeah. I'll yeah. need to remember sunscreen this year because last year we had like a little bit of like oh. coverage and stuff, but this year we're I, I gotta get At None of the locations. I'll be burnt if I don't.
0: <laughs> Light the way, sunscreen coming soon.
1: Hey, we used to sell some. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one bought it, and they were all lobsters. The next day, <laughs> <time. laughs> <was like>, yes. <laughs> Their <they're> funeral. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So you're here. You're interning. Uh, you're you're getting your feet wet. Um, tell me something that you may have picked up on. You're like, oh, I would have never thought of that. You know, something that you've learned since you've been here in a l- little bit of
3: time. I would say when it comes to. When it comes to booking artists, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the exciting part. That's the fun part. But there's also a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of work in all of it. But even when you book the artist, you have to keep everything organized. There's a whole team of people that you have to talk to. It's like nonstop conversations to make sure that everybody's on the same page, that everybody's looped in on a timely basis. And so... In terms of, I mean, you could say that for just anything, especially our contractors, like people that we get for the stages or just any of the things that we do. There's always a team of people that needs to be constant communication, constant emails, calls, texts, to make sure that everything is on time. And I didn't know it took that much constant work for something that most people don't even think about. Hmm. It's the little things that people don't think about. It's like, wow, this is huge. And if we didn't have it, what would right? What would it look like during the mm-hmm. festival day?
1: So, what do you think? Like, what are your like your goals as an intern? Like, what do you want to learn when you leave here as an intern, or not? You could be an intern forever.
2: Hopefully, you I get paid say. as yeah. a paid intern. Permanent intern, <laughs> a permanent non-paid. I think intern. they're permanent, think they're not just an intern. I feel like does the intern by definition mean like temporary? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be an intern, was permanent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a yeah,
2: it's like a
3: yeah,
1: it's like a part time, but yet not paid internship. Kind of. And here's the reason why we can't <laughs> pay because we need you to support us at Light the Ministry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go to lightwayministry.com. Yeah. dot com forward, forward slash, slash donate. 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 donate.
1: <laughs> so there it is. There <laughs> there it is. Uh, poor Nate. Maybe we should start a fundraiser just for Kyle, so we can pay. start a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so. Um, what, what would you say, um, obviously getting paid, yes, but <laughs> because the fact that you want to be a promoter yourself, yes. um, outside of that, like, what are you hoping to gain so that you can be better at what your goals are to be a promoter in the future? Because I know we've talked about some shows that you want to do mm-hmm. eventually that we may kind of collage with and kind of help get your feet wet. But tell me a little bit about like what are you hoping to get from all this outside of eventually getting paid?
3: I would like to just get a bigger and just more solid understanding of all of the behind the scenes work to make these things happen. Cause like I said, working in the concert industry prior to this, I was a part of, you know, doing the social media. I was a part of, you know, getting people in the know, mm-hmm. but then towards the end of that, before I transitioned into a, a ministry role, I was booking my own shows and I was just small club shows. So like I got some experience in that. But I don't have any experience in festivals. I don't have any experience in, you know, doing, like, community events. Like, we just talked about the red carpet. Never even thought of something like that before. So, Getting an understanding of how everything works. I loved your outfit at the red carpet, by the way. Oh, yes. my flower yes. shoes. The flower the shoes flower set shoes. the whole thing off. <laughs> I think great. I
0: told
1: it fit in perfect. That's uh, most yeah. the artists come like that. I mean, did you see what Jason Crabb wore at our last red carpet and all the bright neon shirt. jacket. I, was, I it looked was like a flower. Uh, I was <laughs>
2: telling Rachel for our generation, I think it should be normalized to wear your expensive shoes when you go to a formal like event. And usually those are just sneakers. <laughs> like yeah. I had to have saying. some kind of personality because I was yeah. wearing
3: a suit and most people don't like wearing suits like my dress sh- but I had to have some kind of personality to go with it. My
2: dress yeah. shoes are like cheaper than the other shoes I have and I'm like, why don't right. you wear like your nice shoes? <laughs> like my
0: heels were like fifteen bucks from TJ Maxx, but like um. my actual nice shoes.
2: Like suits and dunks, like yeah, just yes. not Nikes.
1: And see, yes.
0: I took it a step farther, and I was like, "Let's just go barefoot on this thing." But nobody else agreed with me. So yeah, nasty floor. Yeah, sometimes. I'm not
2: yeah, not no. a
3: fan no. of that. Not a fan. No. Of that one. Not a fan of germs.
1: Not a fan of my sh- my feet being shown to the world.
3: Yeah, because feet are gross. Don't yeah, right. touch my feet. I don't have even one. look at my feet. Don't think about, I them.
1: Don't even think about it. I wasn't thinking about my feet. <laughs> 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 okay, well, <laughs> getting back on track. Uh, so yeah, so um. Your goal is, you know, you know, you want to be in the music industry. You want to be a promoter. We're, we're talking about possibly other shows in the future. You've already kind of got one that you're starting to get up off the ground and just kind of get some notoriety out there. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah. So in January of 2022, I was probably six months into youth ministry. So I left the concert stuff, not even thinking about that. I was just fully focused on being a good steward and learning about youth ministry and God gave me a vision in my sleep that I was standing side stage at this festival and I was watching a sea of of youth worshiping God to you know Christian hip-hop rock indie all these different types of genres and I just woke up in the middle of the night and I spent the rest of the night researching some of this stuff and I didn't tell anybody about it, tell anybody about it for about four months. And all I did was fast and pray. And in those four months, God gave me a name and all of these different kind of, you know, foundational things that make a festival happen. And so God gave me the name Temple Fest and I had to understand what that meant. And I prayed about it. And God reminded me of this song by, Christian hip-hop artist KB who will be at Ozark July 7th and 8th. So get your tickets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. That, that deserves an applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in turn
1: is learning well.
3: <laughs> but he has a song called Tempo, and it's about how serving people in your community, reaching the lost where they're at, and in their brokenness, and walking with them to a place of hope, to a place of restoration that's way more fun and way more meaningful than all of the accolades and the things that, you know, he has experienced as a professional mm-hmm. artist. And in learning about youth ministry and learning about Gen Z and how they have just a, such a hunger for authenticity. I think that that song fit very well. And then I also was reminded of first Peter two, nine, where he says, you are a chosen generation, a holy nation, called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. That's also a fitting narrative for Gen Z and, the, and how they view religion and Christianity and just, just that realm all together. And so it's called Temple Fest. I have an Instagram up, it's at temple.fest, and it's all space-themed. It's really, really cool. God's given me so much creativity over it. But it would, it's for the lost more than it is for the church community because there's a large group of people who will never go to church. doesn't matter what church it is. You know, they may have believed that they have a relationship with God, but they don't go to church. They don't get built up. They don't have an actual relationship with God. And so I feel part of my calling in life is to contextualize the gospel through the avenue of music to reach these people where they're at, especially in like a, like a high metropolitan area Mm -hmm. like kansas city or dallas or whatever Mm -hmm. you know a lot of these there's a high poverty rate there's a high crime rate there's a in a lot of places there's a lot of spiritual attack but there's also Mm -hmm. a sense of hope They have a belief that it's going to get better and i feel that my event that god's given me is to be a stepping stone to the great awakening to Mm. the gospel changing these communities and in the crest of figuring all of it out trying to build this up trying to make it rather than take it from just an idea to a reality that's going to happen i've looked to john as like a mentor and he's helped me through this and one of our first conversations as me as an intern he asked me to talk about my event and i did i just told him all of these things and we might just make it one of our future future events yeah i think i think we're going
1: to be hearing about tempo fest in the near future as a matter of fact, you don't know this. Oh,
3: oh. Ooh. I like surprises. Learning today.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so a little surprise, um, I had a meeting yesterday, Yeah, a coffee meeting with a, a very close friend of mine, mm-hmm. a pastor, okay. who um, is doing some things in Olathe, Kansas. Oh, wow. Which is literally right outside. Just of, right on the
3: other side of the, the state right. line.
1: Yeah. Um, and one of the conversations we had was, what can we do to do a festival there? Oh, So um, premature conversations, but, uh, yeah, I think we'll hear a lot about Tempo Fest in the near future.
0: You know what I think is really awesome about this, Kyle? Um, You don't see a lot of places going directly for hip-hop, rap, that genre. Mm -hmm. And that genre in the Christian realm can reach so many people Mm -hmm. who won't even think about listening to, like, Mm-hmm. Modern CCM music, right? Because, their what they love is the hip hop side of it, and sometimes you won't even realize, mm. hey, this is about God until you actually start listening. I see because that. it's it's such a bop that they're just going along with it. I
2: see that all the time on like. Uh, hip hop and like rock YouTube videos that are like Christian, I'll look at the yeah. comments and be like, I didn't even know this is a Christian band, I found out today or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's crazy just how that kind of pierces like this generation mm-hmm. just in like gets to them before they even realize that oh wait, this is a well, Christian. Well you thing. even gotta
1: think about the artist too that can kinda cross reference both secular and Christian. I think the first band comes off the top of my head, Skillet. Skillet, yeah. They oh, yeah. actually huge. have uh, secular tours and Christian tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yet they're they're their beliefs doesn't leave them. They no. still talk about God, even in the secular realm. Yeah. And, and then even non-Christians will go to the Christian event just because of who they are. Mm-hmm. You right. know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty remarkable how God kind of brings things in full circle like that. Uh, talking about full circle, I mean, it's great to have you here. It's great to have you as an intern. Um, and I'm excited to see how God's going to use you. Um, real quick, to kind of finish it up, tell me what you're mostly looking forward to this summer.
3: Looking forward to meeting everybody, meeting the artists, meeting the teams, meeting the 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 concert goers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I remember going to my first festival. My first concert in life was a festival, and I kind of got in for free. I just walked up, and they just like opened the gate, and I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and I one of were my, you
1: wearing a neon vest? No, <laughs> I was. Were you
3: carrying a ladder? <laughs> were you carrying a camera?
1: <laughs> I would just
3: walked up, and I was like, "Hey." I just want to look, you know, from the outside. And Mm -hmm. I was like, take a lap and then come back in five minutes and just let me in. And one of the first, you know, bands that I saw perform was like a childhood favorite. And that just opened my life up Mm -hmm. so much. And so being able to see the faces of people who, you know, get to see Newsboys for the first time, get to see Ann Wilson and KB for the first Mm -hmm. time. And knowing that their music impacts their life and then having that that live action experience mm. and seeing the hope that comes over the face and seeing the joy that they experience. That's what I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah. It, probably it's, more than anything. It's quite the experience. So I, I was I was going to end it there, but I have another question kind of for all of us. Okay. So, go for it. Uh, and we'll just go in a circle. We'll start with you, Nate. and We'll work ourselves uh, around. I'll, I'll go first. So the okay. question is this. What is the first concert that you can remember that you attended? Okay, it could be secular, could be Christian, could be whatever. Mine was when I took uh, my wife and I to a Tim McGraw concert when they had the Route sixty six Route sixty six Country Music Festival in Springfield. Wow! And uh, we went there.
2: So I think mine was it was at Six Flags when they did the like young Christian concert. I don't know if they still do that, but Six Flags has some kind of thing with like young Christian concert or thing or something. And I saw Family Force Five there. Oh nice! First concert. I Did remember. you crank it like a chainsaw? I cranked it like a <laughs> chainsaw. That that was <laughs> like that was like my childhood band. Growing up, it was like Family First Five.
0: <laughs> so I believe my first concert. I went to a lot of bluegrass and gospel growing up, which we've talked about before on the show mm-hmm. that I'm the odd one out. But um, Leroy Troy, incredible banjo player. Who? Leroy Troy, (laughs) I know nobody. Nobody (laughs) would probably know him. But (laughs) but my first Christian concert was probably Big Daddy Weave, and it was at a church, and it was very impactful. Yeah, Um,
1: we had them last year. Yeah, amazing people,
0: incredible. I
2: forget. So when they played last year, I forgot how much songs I knew by them. Right? I was like, like like, every song. Oh, they wrote that. It was like every song. Walk out, I'm like, oh, I heard that before. They wrote that. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Also, they were incredibly real and down to earth. Oh, absolutely. so filled with the Holy Spirit. It was yeah. wow. an incredible experience.
3: Mm. Shout out to you, Mike Weaver. We love you, brother. Yeah, Mine was Rockfest in Kansas City in 2016. Mm. It's no longer a thing, RIP Rockfest. <laughs> but then my first Christian concert experience was Winter Jam in 2018. I saw Skillet. I saw KB. I saw a whole bunch of people, mm. several people that were actually having at, Several of our festivals, Mm. so and being front row at Winter Jam and being front row for I was at front row for both of them, but being so close to people who look so life size, Mm. you know, on the internet, and then just seeing all of my favorite songs be performed, and then just having that real moment like changed everything for me, and I probably wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for those experiences. Awesome. Well.
1: It's been great having you on the show today. It's been great having you here as an intern. Uh, I mean, you just you just jumped in and went right at it. Very minimal training, and that's good because we have no training category <laughs> to go from. We so. should create a Light the Way manual, yeah, like a handbook. You know what? Yeah. That sounds like a job for an intern. I'll get right on it. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you, Kyle. Guys, if you're listening and, and and you want to meet Kyle, he'll be at all the festivals. I think we've designated you to kind of help with the artist merch area, so he'll be over there uh with a big smile on his face and willing and well ready to help anyone that's got anything coming up um, there at the festival. So you'll be at most of all of them. Yeah, I believe so. Um, But yeah, so yeah, let's be sure and uh, find out any more information about us. You could always go to our website today at LightTheWayMinistry.com.
2: Thanks for hanging out with us. Be sure to follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and our website, LightTheWayMinistry.com. So together, we can take church outside the walls.